This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, everybody. So if we could uh, just uh, settle down for what I hope is going to be a very, very special experience. When I called my Yedid Nefesh, Varn Lopiansky, to see if he would come, he immediately said yes. I have to tell you what a schus. I personally have followed the writings and teachings of the Roshiva for so many years. And in the world, the complex world, the challenged world we live in, I find no voice more authentic, more on target, more precise, more alpitaira than the voice of the Roshiva in guiding us how to understand the world we live in, contemporary issues, and being honest about our struggles in such a delicate, kind, and truthful way. I find that for myself it's been profound. Little did I know that uh, Rabbi Lopiansky, when we met a number of years ago, had uh, found a great interest in me, which was so interesting. And we shared each other's interest in each other and became deep friends. Without further ado, the Shiva from Silver Spring, Shiva Greater Washington, Ivan Lopiansky. First of all, I want to express a personal karasatov to Reb Shimon. Been helpful in different areas, incredibly helpful. Um, I learned a lot from conversations with him and learned a lot about his level of empathy and level of understanding human nature and how to get to where we're supposed to be. It's, it's been a schus for me to be able to learn and, and understand things. Bez Hashem, despite we live in different places, hopefully continue that cash of Bez Hashem. Um, we're not here as individually troubled people, each one with their own burden, their own suffering. But I think there's a much bigger picture. And I believe every time Kalal Yisrael comes to a challenge, we reel from the challenge, um, we struggle, we learn, we reshape ourselves, and we grow and become different. I don't want to go through history, it's not relevant, but if you go through all history, it always, there was a challenge, we took a lot of blows, and in the recovery, we gained a lot, and we learned a lot. So I'd like to a little bit get a, a, what I feel is a perspective on what's happening, and some insight and understanding of um, what our void is. Rav used to say, um, I'll, I'll say it in Yiddish, a lot of Hamish people, I'll translate, 
Avrom ist der erste Geborener, Geborener, Yitzchok ist der erste Geborener und Jakob ist der erste Verlorener, which means Avrom Avinu was the first person to become a Jew, Yitzchok Avinu was the first person to be born a Jew, and Yaakov Avinu was the first one to, um, to, go, to, to move away. In other words, he went to Mitzrayim, his, his Yosef was lost, his children were lost, and so on. That was the, the, the vertel that he said. He would say it with tremendous seriousness because it's not a cutesy vertel. It's extraordinarily profound in understanding different dimensions of Kal Yisrael. Becoming a Yid, as we have described before, was an extraordinary act. It means you have to be a yachid, you have to um, face the world and do what's right because you know it's right. And that's one midden Kal Yisrael that's unique, is the Avram Avinu the, the, the becoming a Jew. Yitzchak is a midah of Shlemus in the sense he was born in Yisrael, born a Yid, died a Yid, died in Yisrael, and it's a second facet of Kal Yisrael is Shlemus, that it's possible for a person to be a Kolil, an Euler Kolil, up to a point where when he's living, HaKadosh Baruch Hu describes him as Eleke Yitzchak, without fear of him doing Avera, because he's Kulei Kaddish. Afroit Sova Munach, so Yitzchak represents a facet of Kal Yisrael that can be Kulei Kaddish. That's a notch higher, so to speak, in a certain sense. Yaakov Avinu represents Kal Yisrael, that even when they've left, even when they've been forced back down into Mitzrayim, even when he's lost a bunch of his children, Lechura, seemingly lost a bunch of his children, Shimon, Yosef, now we want to take Binyamin, still he holds on and, it, and they all come back. In other words, the Gilui that Yisrael, Afalpi Shechata Yisrolhu, is realized in Yaakov, and in some ways, that's a higher darga than the previous two dargas. Avram Avinu's darga is missing his early years, and it says in Chazal that he was mispalal tal nurov, that he should get back the years he was over the Zorah should retroactively be bestowed upon him, Bektusha. Yitzchak represented a step further that it's total, Yaakov is, even when it's destroyed, it's like sometimes they have now these fabrics, they have memory, memory foam, memory fabrics, where even if you mess it up and squish it to squash it, it'll come back to itself because its essence is so built into it that it's, it's indestructible not because you can't distort it, but despite the fact that you distorted it, it's going to come back. That's the final darg of Yaakov, Yosef, and so on. The erste Falorene, the first one that even when seems to be lost, comes round again because there is no such thing 
as being lost. I'd like to be misbeined a little bit in what Chazal teach us. And it's a medrash, it's a it's Gemara that many of us know, but I think we don't learn it carefully enough. Chazal speak a nuance, every word is measured, every point is measured. They're not stories. The morale is always very against people saying that they spoke be'erech. Everything is very meduyek. And I'd like to try to learn through together a Gemara. The Gemara says that Yosef Atzadik, when he came into Potiphar's room, he was going to do an Avera. And it says, Dmust yukno shal oviv, he saw the image of his father in the window, and his father told him, Asidin, Achicha, your brothers are going to be written on the on the Chayshin. Do you want your name to be erased? And they'll call you Roya Zainis. And he stepped back. And he's called Yosef Atzadik. So let me ask you something. Is that Sitkis? If we were to tempt somebody with a million dollars, don't do that, I'll give you a million dollars, says, well, I guess I'll take a million dollars. Is that Sitkis? It just tells me that Chemdas Hamamun is more important than Taivas Nashik. That's all it tells me. You know, and, and, and it's also strange. It was covet. That, that's what it was. Covet. You tell somebody he's about to do an Avera, they won't honor you at the dinner this year if you do the Avera. Baruch Hashem, we've progressed. I'll honor you at the dinner even if you did Averas. But that's, that's Baruch Hashem. Today, today we don't have that Nisayin anymore. But, but uh, I didn't want to say because he did Avera, but we'll, 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 we'll leave it, we'll leave it at, at that. So what's the Pshat? We're talking about Yosef Atzadik, and Chazal are telling you exactly what it is that, that, that saved him, and that's why he's called Yosef Atzadik. It also says um, in the Gemara, it says, the, we have the Girsa Niraloi Bachaloin. He was seen in the window. And um, Taisus has a whole discussion from Yushalmi is the Girsa was in the window, not the window? Does it really make a difference? I mean, he saw his father, that, that itself. We also seem to think of it that his father was like, his father was Yaakov Avinu. He projected himself like he was a Navi, a Kaddish. He projected himself, and, and he stopped him from doing it. So it's Yaakov's call. It's not Yosef's call. So let's relearn it. Let's look again at the words, at what we're talking about. What was the Avera? Rashi says, Lishka Bima, fill it without an Avera, Velios Ima Ba'olam Haba, to be with her in Olam Haba. What does that mean? What does that mean? Yosef was part of Yaakov's family. Yaakov was his father, and his brothers were, were, were his family. And he was ripped out by his brothers for sure. He had no idea what his father was thinking. And he was now, had spent now years living someplace else in, um, 
and rejected by his family and his home. It wasn't only the temptation of the Avera. She said, be with me in Almhaba. We'll build a family. We, 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 she was offering the emotional slash spiritual, that's what Rashi says, well, Mahabha, um, a compliment. That's what he was yearning for. That's what he needed. That was extremely, extremely tempting, much more than just the Avera. The most Yuknashal Aviv, he, when he was pondering this, he saw the image of his father. The music of home to him was the was the was the of his father welling up. So when somebody came along and said, "You know, I'll adopt you as a child because you've been in such an abusive environment," and then the comes up. The word chalon over here is an incredibly important word. In the environment that he was, in, in Beis Potifa, it was a whole new world, a world that was willing to take him, love him, adopt him, and look up to him as, as the great one. Yaakov wasn't part of that world, but there was a window outside. He saw it as something outside. Let me ask you something. Yaakov Avinu taught him all his Torah. He was a ben skunim, ben chakim. He, 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 all of his Torah, it says, he taught him. They even had a simon with Egla Rufa afterwards. Why did he have to have Tmus Yuknash Why didn't he just remember the halachas of Shach Aroch, Loisin Afindasarasadibris, the Musashmuzin? None of that he remembered. Tmus Yuknashal Aviv. His father's image, because words and teachings have some effect. But in a moment of crisis, the ultimate effect is the Dumus Yukne Shalaviv, the image. If it's saintly, if, if, if it has the aura of Kdusha and Toiv, that's the image that's there. And his father told him, you're one of the brothers. It's going to be on the chayshin of the kayin. Do you want to remove yourself from it? It wasn't covet. He told him, you're part of the family. You're written now. Yagva Vino's words were extraordinarily precise. Do you want it to be erased? Do you want it to be erased means you're there. You're rightfully inscribed. And it's a question of whether it'll be removed or not. He didn't, he didn't say, we'll give you, an, we'll, we'll write you in. He said, do you want to be erased? All your brothers are going to be there. So despite the fact that Yaakov, despite the fact that the brothers are the ones who had done him in and, and, and had destroyed his life, the idea of where he is and what he wants to be and who he wants to be was his brothers, one of them. The idea that he can come back, 
And B, not only can come back, that he is one of the brothers, and, and that's the father, that was what kept him. So Yaakov Avinu's, the, the, the Chazal here are teaching us an incredible amount of things. First of all, it's not the teachings that will make the difference. It's the Dmus Yuknoi. A child keeps in their mind the picture of the parents. There are two parts of that picture. One, how, how the hoim were they? How um, real was their darga? Two, how kind and how and, 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 and how well were they to others? In other words, a parent who is genuine in what they do and wants the child out of kindness is a kind to the child. That must yuknoi can never be eradicated from a child's mind. I, I, I once... Um, I, there, was, there was a person, I'll, I'll, I'll a little bit disguise um, a um, detail, it's not, not I'm, these people are long gone, not here, but Holofen. There was a Yid where we lived, he was a, a, a Rebbe, a Lubbox Rebbe, very fine Yid, a Tamit Chacham, Chashb Yid, very Fatsaitik Yid from Amol, he was a war survivor, like everybody in my days, and so on. He had a brother who lived near Israel, who had become more modern. He was from, but he was with it. He, you know, none of the stuff. He was with it. He, he, and he worked in a government office. In those days, that was like, the Kemat being prime minister, working in a government's office was like, la'ela, la'ela. And he would come visit his, his brother every other year, which in those days was extraordinary. You're talking about the 60s, late 50s, 60s. Was, and he would come, and he would always prove, I'm ufkeklet, I'm smarter, I'm cheshev, I'm more modern. You know, that was the person. And my father's son, Bachuch Moses, my father enjoyed talking to these people. One year he comes, and my father asks him, No, um, what's doing? How's the work going? He says, I quit. My father was shocked, said, Why? He said, I'll tell you what happened. He worked in government office. It was a very not from office. People were dressed the way they were dressed. And it didn't bother him. In those days, uh, maybe today also, but it's just, you just see, people smoked cigarettes. If, you did, if, it, if it went out, you didn't have a match, you would, you know, smoke for someone else's cigarette. So a lady came over to him. She said, you know, you're smoking, I need a fire. And they did it. And then, as they were doing it, he said to himself, Sansa Einikel, wie bist du verfallen geworden? And he dropped out. And that was it. He quit, and that was it. This is a person who was an older person already. And whatever decisions he had made, the decisions that he had made had, you know, had been long made with all the chashbainis and, and whatever, whatever, whatever baggage he had. Um, he made it. But there was a moment of demust yuknoi that appeared. 
And th- that, was, that was it. it. It wasn't any specific words or, 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 or devarim or so on. It was just the sense. And even though he was now Adon so-and-so, um, he, 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 but down deep in his panemius, he was a sans einical. And, 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 and at a moment of test, that's what came out. So Chazal are teaching us a few points here. First of all, when we talk about chinuch, what you say is good, what you teach is fine, and it makes some impression. But it's something that is not, it's not burned in. It's, it's, it's not something that's etched in the person. It can come and it can go. An image is something that is etched in a person. And the first thing that a child wants, a child wants to belong to a family. He wants parents and he wants a family. And no matter how much he or she is acting up, that's not something that the person wants to get rid of. If they feel they don't have a place, that they can't have a place, um, then they will look for step family, but it will always be with an ache that it's not be'etzim. That's, that's, that's there. If the image they have is less than ideal, then there's nothing that they're going to, that they're going to live up to. When a person says, you know, what do you mean I told him it's so important to sit and learn it, to do well in class, and you have to learn. You have to be a Talmud Chacham, and I really meant it. Yeah, I really meant it that he should be a Talmud Chacham. But is learning so important to me? I once was speaking to somebody um, who was extremely overbearing on the child with the learning and this and that, really, really driving crazy. And I said, I, I, I mean, what's going on? Like, uh, you know, so he said... You have to admit to me that Reb Chaim Kanievsky is, that's the ideal for a person to become. It's hard not to admit. Good. And you have to admit that Reb Chaim Kanievsky is the happiest person in the world because of Chaim Kanievsky. Okay? So what I'm doing is making Chaim Kanievsky of him. I said, I have, I have a great idea for you. I said, you become Reb Chaim Kanievsky. <laughs> so he said to me, uh, he said to me, nah, I'm an older person, I'm this. I said, Rebbe Kiva, start at 40. You could become Rebbe Kiva the door. Drop everything, learn 48 hours a day, and, and you're it. I said, the terrorist is no. You want to be you, but you want to have a little Tata or Chaim Kanievsky around. That's a problem. That's, it's, is it sincere that you want a Tata like that? Of course you want one. But that's not you. It's, it's not your Metzias. And it's hard. So... We're not perfect, and we're not going to be perfect. Every one of us has their own shortcomings. But whatever is real, so if a person has to push himself to learn a half hour a day, 10 minutes a day, whatever it is, the person is pushing himself. But he does it real, he's emiss about it, and, and, and so on, then that is a demustyukno. It stays there. That's one. Two, if it's being used as a battering ram in the child, in other words, I'm a big tzaddik and big talmud chacham, why can't you be like that? Then, 
then is becoming what is hurting the child because it's not that you really, it's not that you want me to be happy, it's that you have a certain image of yourself, this is who you are, and you, you want the child, you, your, your sense, and, and it's, it's also, it's innate to us. Every person's sense of toiv and shalim is what he is. Our children come in every variety. They have different chunas nefesh. So one person is a tremendous balregish, and his son is much more cerebral, and he wants to just sit and learn, doesn't want to be bothered with long davening with this, with that, and the other thing. And vice versa. Both, both are possible. But when whatever it is that the father and mother are proud of, that the child is not terribly good at, and it's being, it's sort of the batting ram that's making them uncomfortable, then it's something that pushes away. It's not that the child will stop um, wanting to be part of it, but he knows that every time he keeps trying to do something, he's either being told, it's terrible what you're doing, ah, it's okay, or you're condescending maybe. So then that, that must yuknoi became um, a, a battering ram, and that, and that will drive the child away also. Because Yaakov Avinu, his own demus, was it says that his it, it says about Yaakov Avinu that his dumus yuknoi is chakuk mitachat kisya covered. In other words, while each of the others had special tchunas, special characteristics that made them unique, Avram's chesed, Yitzchak's avod, and so on, Yaakov was the whole tzur of Yaakov. Shufra of Yaakov was Cain Shufra the Adam. Something about the whole tzur of it had the aura of Tzitkis. That was one. And the second one was that Yaakov loved Yosef a lot. And therefore, not only didn't he see that surah as a stira, but he saw that surah as being loving to him, wanting him to be that. That's why, even when he had been ripped out of that environment and ripped out by some of the parts that he wanted to be part of, he, had, he was able to respond to it back again and say, this is, this is what kept him. So his, the Nisayan of Yosef was much deeper than, yes, of course, it was in the sign of Taiva and so on, but the Nisayan was, who was he? He had been brought up as Yosef, but he had been ripped away, driven out, and now he was a Mitzrayim, very successful, very Mitzrayim dick, and Mitzrayim ready to embrace him and to take him in. And the only thing that stopped him was because, A, there was a Dmus Yukta Aviv, and the understanding that he's part and parcel of that family, and that's, and, and, and that's what kept him. The, um, it, 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 like I spoke before, it's the Nisoyen of our generation. Once upon a time, we thought that everybody, the problem is kids are going to public school, they're not going to yeshiva, they go to yeshiva, everybody will be just perfect. HaKadosh Baruch Hu 
has given our generation a whole slew of challenges. And this is probably, possibly, probably the most difficult one. It's the challenge of Yaakov of being able to hold on even when it appears to us fafalim. That's something that, 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 that is our. It's not, if we look at it as being a b'dev in the sense meaning somebody's mortally wounded and then he recovers but he's limping, he has missing a foot, so you, so you, so you, so you give him a, 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 a prosthesis and, and, and he hobbles around, so it's, it's okay. I don't know if that's it. Maybe that itself is the challenge of our door to the hair that Yisrael, Alpishachot Yisrael, who, Bonaihain, no matter what. That's, and, and the proof of it lies in the, in, in the fact that if we are able to hold on to even to those that are facing that challenge, um, and eventually, Be'ez Hashem, they come back, then it's something that is, um, th- this is the final proof that Yisrael is so deep that no matter where they, come, where they go to, they bounce back. Maybe it's a challenge of our door. I don't know. It's, uh, you know we, we can only see these things if we're lucky, but, but certainly th- this is part of it, to understand that the message of Torah and mitzvahs is so powerful. And I was once sitting, a lot of times you learn, um, you, you learn, Mikol Mulam Daiskalti. I used to work in Eshat Torah many years ago. I was teaching, and there's some tukuf I was involved in interviewing new boys that came or something. I don't remember exactly, but something along those lines. And a person came in, he had been about Shuva before. No, it's, he had been brought up not from. He became, he came with his brother and he learned in, in, in yeshiva. I don't think it was actually totally different yeshiva. His brother was a Mitsui Nifla, brilliant, and just took off and very rapidly afterwards went to regular yeshiva, became very big talent. He wasn't, learning wasn't a thing for him and he struggled with it and dropped it all. And he went, he became an investment bank in Manhattan, lived in Chelsea, and he, he lived the life of, of, uh, of a Manhattan non from person living in Chelsea. And uh, he, came, he came back. I don't know. I, I, know, I, know, I, just, I, knew, I knew briefly that was his history. And I was trying to work out a program for him. He should learn this, this. He didn't like that. He didn't like that. It was not, not easy to, to deal with in, in setting up the schedule. And finally, I, I was young and not terribly experienced. And I said to him, if you really don't like it, why'd you come back? And he looked at me straight in my eyes with very, two very sharp eyes and said, Rabbi, I want to assure you, if there would have been one thing there worth staying for, I wouldn't have come back. The only reason I came back is because there's nothing there worth staying for. It was a very powerful lesson to me in understanding that what will keep a child there is only anger and bitterness. So yes, there's a tkufa when the freedom feels good. There's a tkufa when this feels good. There's a tkufa when that feels good. Everything, they're drunk with whatever it is. But it's like on a long, it's, it's like on a long elastic band. It, if you, if, as long as the band doesn't snap, it will come back. And the further, many times that provides them coming back.
when, when they realize that the click is not there and there is a place to come back to that's there, then they come back. And I think that that's the Nisayan of our door. It means our Yiddishkeit has to be genuine. Whatever we are, whatever dagger we are, um, it's genuine. Not what we say. Of course, we, it, it's not that we chas v'sholem don't mean it. But, we, 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 it, but if, if a Shabbos is a genuine Shabbos, if, if, if my actions towards people is genuine, if my behavior is genuine, it's there. It's a dmust yuknoi. And there's nothing in the world around like it. So yes, you can become drunk on the taivas, but when you sober up, you look around and you say, there's nothing here. And the idea that I'm still written in on the, on, on, I'm still inscribed on, on, the, on the breastplate with my father and my brothers. This is my family, this is who we are, and so on. I want to finish with a story I was once, there was um, a, a young woman who had sort of gone her way for, for whatever difficulty she had and uh, for the long journey, and she came back. At her Sheva Brachis, I was sitting at the Sheva Brachis, she spoke, she said a few words. They had been at, um, the, the Chassan Kala had come to the Sheva Brachis in a car, and the car was in a car crash. The crash was pretty bad, the car was, was kind of smashed up, the Chassan Kala uh, escaped unscathed, and they made it late, but they made it. So the Kala at the time, the, the, the wife, got up to speak. And she said, I asked myself, what's the message HaKadosh Baruch was sending us in the car? So she said she remembered um, a, uh, a few years before she had been at a Shabbaton for kids that are struggling. And there was a Chashem of Rav Robertson sitting there. And she came over and was telling, her, uh, telling this Rav Rebetzin about her family, how chasha they are, how wonderful they are, this, that. Well, she was carrying on with the family. And they listened and they told her, with all the respect, you don't quite look like your family. And she said, I answered them, how I got here, Hashem has his ways. If I'm ever to come back, it's because of the family. She said, the reason why we escaped unscathed from the crash was because we had a seatbelt on. Said, my family was my seatbelt. And those were incredibly powerful words. We need to understand, like was said before, every person is neshamash natbi tahirahi. We rack up a lot of difficulties. For one child, there was sexual abuse. For one child, it was they were just different and always bullied. For one child, it was um, really, really difficult parents. For one child, it was expectations that they kept on smashing their heads against and couldn't live up to those expectations. There are a lot of reasons why and how and what. But the thing that will keep them, that will bring them back. The Afal Pish, Yisrael Pishat Yisrael, who is the sense they wanted, 
the sense that it's not that our standards change, but we want you. And we know you're struggling, we know what, what you're doing, and as much as possible, again, there are obviously certain circumstances that are very difficult, and you know, it's, a, it's, it's not a thing you can make generalizations about. But whatever it is, the, the, the sense that this is who you are, this is who you will be, and this is what you're part of. And we're doing it from a place of emis and a place of kindness. That's a seatbelt. And no matter how far it gets stretched, as long as the seatbelt is strong enough, it will retain and bring back. Be'ez Hashem, we should be a to build those k'sharim and the v'heisha le'oz ha'banev le'banev al'voysam b'mehev y'mein amin. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.